Ahoy! Welcome to a brand new episode of Baffled. It's your favourite fact podcast. Back once again, we are slap bang in the middle of Guest Fest. Uh, my name is Dan. Mark is also here. Hello! Connor joins us too. Yo! And this week, uh, one of the very best... We've got Scott Robinson on from Five, from the A to Z of Men. Scott, how are you? I'm very good, thank you, lads. Very good. I'm very excited to be here. As I listened to the, I listened. I was going to say the A to Z of Men. I listened to Baffled. So um, yeah, very excited and. Uh, yeah, it's great. Well, very excited because you know the form, so we don't need to do that whole hoi polloi wrangle at the start. But let me just ask you this to begin. How does it feel to be responsible for one of the all-time bangers, Keep On Moving? Um, it feels pretty good. It's everyone's favourite. It's fan favourite. We always sing it at the end of every show. Um, and when I say sing it, they sing it and we have a well-earned rest. <laughs> Because they they know every word and they love it. I think on my bucket list, if you can make this happen, I'd like to be on stage and do the rap bit for you. You know, when the rainy days are dying, got to keep on, keep on trying. Well, now I've heard you doing it, um, the answer is um, don't call me, I'll call you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. In the industry, because that was that, that was woeful. You didn't really try hard enough. There was there wasn't enough effort. I'm not. I just I can't I can't carry it off. I'm afraid it would need to be like a. You've got you've got it's got to be more down in your boots when the rainy days are dying. Got to keep on <laughs> keep on trying. Got to be them birds are flying. Ah. Uh, uh, oh, and and that Connor could have been in tune. Absolutely, but. yeah. <laughs> I try my best. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. So it's really good this week. Yeah, we've got a friend of the show, someone who knows what we do. If you don't, if you're new, thank you very much for being there. We're going to bring you eight facts. We've got two each. You need to decide whether they are worth keeping, whether there's some good ammo or whether they should be chucked in the bin of knowledge. Scott, to kick it off, I know you've got some stuff about yourself that you'd like to share. Yeah, so um, I've brought in in five facts that people might not know about me. So um, I didn't know which one to start with. But let's let's start with, I was once at Roger Taylor's house to, oh, sorry, let me just pick that name up. There it is. (laughs) We've had the first name drop, lads. Bag that one. There we go. I was at Roger Taylor's house, um, and there's there's two funny facts here, but that they are one of that they are part of one fact. So I'd said to my dad, who was very excited, obviously. My dad grew up listening to Queen, therefore I I grew up listening to Queen. And I was excited, but as someone that was in the industry myself, I kind of understood by now that they're just people. Celebrities are just people that are doing well in whatever they're doing. That they're not extra, you know, you know, they're not 
different to anyone else, right? So I had to calm my dad down. My dad was doing a bit of driving for me at the time. He was taking me to the places he was employed by the record label. And I said, Dad, when you get to Roger Taylor's house, I said, he's just Rog. He's just normal. He's just, he's just... I said, he's just a normal guy. Rog! But, yeah, but he is. But I, that's what I called him, Rog, Rog and Brian, right? And they were just normal guys, and we were going there to rehearse for a big performance we were doing at Party in the Park for Capital. And um, and we were singing, obviously, our version of We Will Rock You <clears throat> that went to number one. Um, and Tie Your Mama Down, Tie Your Mama Down, which, yeah, separate story, but the, the fact that we got to sing that with Brian May was absolutely, it was amazing, like proper pinch yourself moment. But so I'm calming my dad um, down and, we, and I won't say where he lived, it's somewhere in the like sort of, depths of Surrey, beautiful, massive mansion, right? And I'm going, Dad, when you get out of the car, just just say hi, shake the guy's hand. Don't do anything daft, just be normal. Well, so my dad gets in a, I'm going to call it a kerfuffle, right? He doesn't know what he's doing, right? He gets out of the car, um, Roger Taylor bowls over and says hello. My dad does this sort of weird, I'm going to call it like a half- bow half curtsy oh. and shakes Roger Taylor's hand. It's the most <laughs> awkward thing you've ever seen. So he's almost treating him like he's kind of royalty, but also a pop star at the same time. What what one is yeah, he at the yeah, minute? It yeah, like right. a, it was like a um like a, a cross between the two. And I've gone, oh dad, just stop it, mate. It's like just say hello, Roger. Nice to meet you. And he's like, oh. So my dad's now all embarrassed. But then I. I shared a little bit of the embarrassment with him because a bit later in the day, everyone knows I love a Stella, right? So I've got a can of, <laughs> I've got a can of Stella on the got a can of Stella on the go in rehearsals in Roger Taylor's house, and um, I I managed to uh, swallow the ring pole off of my can of Stella, and they had to phone an ambulance. <laughs> and, but I don't. Want and you've this never bus, been invited but... back since. <laughs> Can I just say as well, you've got to set the scene right now. This is what I love about this. Roger Taylor as well, he's queen. So it's like five have rocked up. They're the new boy band on the scene. They're thinking, crap, God, what's this kid doing? He's one a bit of the beer can. What the hell? But I don't want any fuss. I go, no, it's happened to you before. It's fine. You know, it'll come out in a few days. No problem. But um, they call and they're checking my throat to see if I've got, like, you know, anything damaged in my throat. So that was something that not many people will know. Fun fact. About about Scott from Five. Scott, I like that. Scott, can I ask you to... My opinion that Roger Taylor, the drummer from Queen, has maybe got the yep. most cushy like, gig in music. Like, being the drummer of Queen is is just... Like, yeah. like you being in a band, so you know more about this than we do, but, you know, people, people have opinions on what drummers are like, you know, and, and like, he's the drummer in Queen. I mean, could you get lucky? He... He is an absolute legend, first and foremost. He's so down to earth. He's so normal. Um, he welcomed us to our house. He's got the most beautiful house and he he showed us around it. He gave us, gave us a tour. He's got this cinema room that turns into a snooker room. It's unbelievable, right? So, and, and as well as that, Brian May was an absolute gent as well. And funny enough, I still every now and again, text Brian and go, you right, Brian? Which is mental, because I, I get a text back from Brian May going, you all right, you all right, Scotty? Safe to say, uh, get, safe to say Guest Fest 2023 will definitely feature yeah, Brian May. We'll have amazing. to pull that string, it? That's yeah. so good. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I was really hoping you'd just be like, 
All right, Brian, how are you? Just get back. New phone, who dis? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, amazing. Yeah, no, so, Scott, that was the time that you swallowed a ring pull and had to get an ambulance from Roger Taylor, the drummer in Queen's house. Um, any more? I've got, oh, mate, I, there's, there's too many. There's actually too many to mention, but I, I'll, I'll rattle for a few. So this one's, um, <laughs> this one's a bit controversial, really. Um, I, I could name the pop star, but... Um, We'll see how the story goes, whether you want me to leave it mysterious <laughs> or whether you want me to. Yeah, yeah. So I once got dared by Jay from Five to punch a very, very, very famous pop star and run. And because I'm an idiot. you done it. i done it. I've done it twice, actually. Well, can right, we have a hint as to like, you know, one one personality or, or or physical trait of this person that can edge us closer to him. Um, I'm allowed to swear on this podcast, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolute. Yeah. Right, absolute okay. Right, I tell you what, Scott, mm. and you have you'll have to trust our producer here to blank it because um, we don't want too much libel. But uh, like, I need to know who is it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! <laughs> I'm so happy, bunch. Of all the people as well. I love it. Get that bleep so, button ready. So, yes. So, yeah. So, where yeah, did so you punch I, it? I, I believe I was in Germany. Um, but it's in like, where on the body? Punch the sunglasses straight off? In the back of the head. In the oh, back this is of the soul. head. <laughs> this has gone down. Yeah, we're going to bleep all this, but brilliant. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he had four security guards there. So I've punched him in the back of the head. I, I, yeah. I, wonder, I wonder why. Like, where's a weak spot back of the head? I wonder That's why, why he had four security guards. When, when members of Five are getting dared, getting dared to lamp him one. Before we get into the real depth of the podcast, isn't it wonderful that we've painted a picture of Five as number one, he swallows beer bits when he's in Queen's house. And number two, they punched feathers in the back of the head of a famous. So <laughs> the days of Five sounded fun, right? Very fun. Very, very fun. <laughs> Sorry, Scott. Yeah, aside from drinking Stella, swallowing ring pulls, lamping the upper echelons of the music industry, what else? Um, I have never, ever taken a drug in my whole entire life. Wow. He's a, a pop star in the 90s. That's bold. He's a, he's a fact that I think most people, I think they'll be more shocked about you know, other antics than, than they will that one. Yeah. It's just not my thing. Just never will be, never has been. Um, and, you know, it's well documented that it was rife. Anyway, it's still rife now. But, like, it was almost the record label not telling you to do it, but it was at every party. It was there. It was it was the drug that was going to keep you awake. I just, I've always liked a beer. And, uh, you know, and so some would say that beer is a drug. So if... If I fall into the category of taking drugs because I drink beer, then yeah, you have. Then I have. Yeah. But um, as far as I'm concerned, it's different, and I've never taken what would be classed as a real drug ever in my life. Not I mean, even, who needs not, the high of drugs when you can just, you know, have the high of punching in the back of the head and making a dash for You're it? Giving him more to bleed. It's got to yeah. be a feeling, right? Stop it's gotta saying be a the feeling. name. <laughs> Another one for you. Yeah, I have had the same partner since I left school all the way through five and I've never even thought about straying because she's an absolute rocket. Well, <laughs> oh, someone's in the doghouse and trying to get brownie points, aren't they? <laughs> well, two things. <laughs> he, 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 he's picking a place to do it on the Baffled podcast. Yeah. You know, well, let me, uh, Scott, can I ask you this without getting too deep? 
if you were saying yeah. in music industry, said. music industry parties in the 90s and like early noise if, if it was if having drugs was readily available being you know in, in a very famous boy band at the time were, were opportunities for you to kind of stray was that also readily available i mean i would have thought so but i just, I, I never it, it wasn't even something that it wasn't like i was tying myself down going oh no no please don't it just never occurred to me I, maybe i'm quite old school anyway in my in my approach to life you know with the drug thing with i just think if you're with someone you know you're with that person and if you if you even think about straying then then the relationship's not right and you're you know you politely say to your partner i'm not feeling this and you then you can go on and do what you like can't you but i just don't think from my point of view um it's the right thing to do so i I never done it well yeah i mean that's incredibly noble this is not normally a podcast that gets so deep with that but very well done i would say uh i'll tell you what it's probably time that we skim around our random facts that we've pulled from the dregs of the internet uh, eight for you, as I said. Connor, I tell you what, kick it off for us. All right, so we'll come straight off the back of uh, Scott's life and punch him and let you know that Ohio is the only state that doesn't share a letter with the word mackerel. Sorry, what? <laughs> that is the most nonsense and yet somehow great fact. It's not a fact. I mean, it is, a, is fact. a fact. Ohio does not share a letter with the word mackerel. <laughs> That is absolutely a fact. So, so every other state only, does. Yep, shares, shares, shares a letter with the word mackerel. Ohio don't. Connor, uh, Scott, when you listen to this, you know, as you said, you listen to the show. Do you ever, do you ever listen to Connor's facts and think, why? <laughs> um, yeah, no. Yeah, I do. A little delve behind the curtain of how I feel when I listen to um, Baffled is that I love all the facts, but Connor's tickle me the most because... It's almost so unprepared that I, I almost think that, like me, and I liken it to, to how I work, is that he's got a bit of a busy life. Mm. And I reckon he found that fact, and I might be wrong, and he'll probably correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. I reckon he found this fact less than 25 minutes ago. No, I actually found this one last night in bed, but I've noted it straight away. Look, that is such a cracking fact. I think you're being far too generous in saying that the reason he brings out facts like Ohio doesn't share a letter with mackerel because he's he lives a busy life and he needs something to do on the tube. No. It's just it's just not a no, thing. No, no. What like No, you're missing the but where's You're the missing link? the crucial where's part. Where's the you're link missing the crucial part. Mackerel and Ohio. No, you're missing the crucial part. Ohio is the only state out of all the states that doesn't share a letter. It's not just like Ohio doesn't share a letter with mackerel. You say about a lot of things. Ohio is the only state that doesn't share a letter okay, with explain mackerel. It. Explain it. Well, oh, New York is that a state? Yeah. New York. That's a state, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Matt Quall's got an R in it. Look, Connor, mate, we're not playing. Matt, not is this a state? <laughs> Texas. Texas. It's got an E in it. Matt has got an E in it. Ohio doesn't share a letter with Mackerel. What I'll say about this fact is <clears throat> it's definitely a fact and it's correct, but it's a bit meh. It's pub ammo. We talk about this quite a lot. What enters the category of pub ammo and what enters the category of, you know, sitting down with your nan and really going at it? This is pub ammo. Sorry, so, sorry, sorry. You're doing yeah. what with your nan? Yeah, oh. exactly. You're sitting down with your nan and really going at it yeah. is the worst thing I've ever heard on on a podcast. And I do the A to Z of men. Yeah, Baff- <laughs> yeah. I think that's the I think that's a top tier baffled fact right there. I can't. I just can't, I can't get over what's made you think that's good. I just can't. I can't. I can't grasp it. I can't like it. Right. Here's why he thinks it's good. But the word real because as well, it involves very little thinking. Mm, okay. That's it. Connor here has just gone. Oh, 
Oh, it really doesn't contain any letters that are the same. Oh, the word mackerel's fun. That's what's gone through his brain. It is, look, ma- mackerel nice. is a fun word to say. Uh, it's and funny and great. It shares no letters with the word Ohio. Mark, what's your first fact of the show? London is technically a forest. Wow. What? Tell us more, please. So, um, the United Nations define a forest as anywhere that has at least 20% trees. London has a ridiculously high amount of trees. So much so, it's the largest urban forest in the world. Clocks in at 21% trees in London because of all the greenery and all the parks. So, technically... London is a forest. Uh, Connor, imme- oh, I, 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 immediate opinions, yeah, please. Compast and contra- c- contrast and compare. Are you more excited by London being a forest or Ohio and mackerels? Uh, Ohio and mackerel still excites me more, but I will say one thing. I, um, I, I think this is a great fact because you're proving something that I didn't know, but it, it, isn't it ridiculous, that amount of trees? Is it? Scott, you're with me on that. It seems like quite a low amount of trees to warrant being a forest. Yeah, like, 20, did you say 21%? 21% of London is trees, 20% is the benchmark to become a forest, yeah. I think that's, I yeah, think that's, that's bloody that, low. That's low. To warrant it to be a forest, they actually give it the title of forest and it only has to be 20% of trees. Yeah. It seems I mean, low I've to me. Yeah. I've got a park by me that's that, that's definitely not a forest, but by your say-so it would be yeah. because it's got a lot of trees, but it's a big... It's not a forest, it's a park. So you would probably say then that my, my lounge, when I'm done with it, could be a forest because I'm, I'm going to have quite a few houseplants in there, maybe more percentage than Yeah, but, yeah, but you, also, so, you need 20%. I don't think you're going to have 20% of your room being houseplants. A, fi- a fifth of it. A, a fifth a of fifth. your room. Like the whole space in it dedicated to plants. One in every five steps you take, there's a plant. Well, I, I'm going to have quite... I reckon I'll probably have do double it. figure do plants. Do you know what? Do it just so you can have a forest. You can say I live in a forest. <laughs> live in a forest. I've got... I've, I've, or, or do it so you live in a forest and you can, um, you know, beat Dan. Absolutely. <laughs> do you know what I will say? It's the victory. I will say on this one, we usually, I usually find anyway, that we bring the fact and then we all r- 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 sort of say that the fact itself is nonsense. I actually think that the thing that makes the fact here is the nonsense bit for this. What, like, yeah, like Ohio and mackerel. No, no. The fact there is actual nonsense mm. fact. That's nonsense fact. Here, the, the actual, reasoning like, uh, behind the, the fact law. is nonsense. Okay. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> law. <laughs> law. <laughs> off. Uh, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> Scott, give us your first yeah. uh, non-fact about you of the day, please. Human beings can only use a small fraction of Earth's water. As in, use mm. for. Drinking, washing, like use it, yeah, access. Yeah, yeah, so basically we can only use a very, very small fraction of Earth's water. Yes, I know, you're blown away, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Blown away. Why is that, Scott? Um, in school you were taught that, um, that you know, 71% of the planet's surface is covered in water, right? So that was yeah. something yeah. that you would have been taught in school. Um, while that's true, that's humans can only use naught. Point naught naught seven percent of that water, according to National uh, Geographics, right? So that's because only about two and a half percent of Earth's water is fresh water, and only one percent of that is accessible, and the rest makes up glaciers and snowfalls. Yeah, so we 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 can still use uh, it. Sorry, yeah, for what then? But I mean, it's like if you melt the glaciers, we could use that. Well, yeah, but for we what? shouldn't. Well, for... There's a big thing going around at the minute about how apparently it's bad to melt the glaciers. Just putting it out there. I don't know you're if you've heard only, of it. 
you're only picking a hole in this because you know that so far we've had three facts and this is definitely the best one. And I'm a newbie. I'm a, I'm a new guy that's coming into your podcast and I've just basically... Wiped us both out. Over your facts. But the, oh, the, yeah. the, 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 how we get fresh water is by seawater. So we can use it all. We just need to wait a little while. Yeah, yeah but the rate we're, that we use it, probably though. beat. We're not. We're not all just only using bottled water, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> some of us. Some. Some of us are actually drinking cancer. So, from. what was the percentage there? Zero point. Um, the percentage um, is zero point zero zero seven percent of the water is usable. That's fucking. It's so low. Isn't it's it? so low. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is amazing. Yeah. Uh, I'll give it. Yeah. You. Dan, okay. you seem to be quite accepting of this. as like, you think this is normal. This is blowing my bloody mind, really. Up to 60% of humans' ad, uh, adult um, body is water. Right? So when you put it like that way. Yeah, yeah, I knew that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's... I win. I might as well go home. Yeah, <laughs> No, Thanks for listening. Yeah. See you all next week. Bye. Connie, you're asking why I was so why I wasn't that phased by the amount. Like, it's obviously a short number, but you, you like there's so much seawater, and we can't use that. So the the, the 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 little fresh water, the fact it's such a small percent, yeah, I guess it is quite mind blowing. It kind yeah, of I think does it's make sense, but even even I thought it was staggeringly low. Staggeringly low when you think about how you know. Uh, dominant we are as a species and, and what we do and technology and things like that. I always thought that we would find more water that's accessible than that small number. I, I thought we would achieve more than that. But it's also one of those like every time you know when they're like, oh you got a got a water got a got a hose pipe ban and you're like, oh so much water in the world. Why? Now you know why. Yeah. Yeah. When was the last yeah, time yeah. you got fuming about a hose pipe ban? Oh every year mate. There you go. Every year. Do, do you know I don't even have a garden. I've got let alone a hose pipe. <laughs> so I'm doing I'm doing work in my in my house at the moment so we're having to use the hose pipe for various different things and um it got left on overnight the other night and when i come down obviously my water bill is going to be i mean it was on for 24 hours my hose pipe yeah it's going to be through the roof yeah nightmare yeah. on the plus might side have to sell that story it's going to be might very have to sell well that story <laughs> yeah. scott might have to sell that story to the son of punching <laughs> to get the uh yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. yeah that'll pay for me water bill <laughs> I can just see the producer just like grimacing that he's got so much bleeping to do. Um, he's right. the producer, Adam. He is, yeah. Yes. Oh, it doesn't matter then. Same work. <laughs> uh, Adam is from the A to Z of Men podcast, by the way, which Scott is also on. I've got two London facts. My first one is all about why London skyscrapers are shaped very strangely. So, you know, you've got the gherkin, okay. the walkie-talkie. Yep. Uh, the cheese grater, the shard, is because there are 13 spots around London where you need to be able to see St Paul's from. One, again, this is very London, so I'm sorry if you don't live anywhere near the city, but there's places like up on in Greenwich, on Greenwich Park, up in Hampstead, in Richmond Park, you need to be able to see St Paul's. It's called St Paul's Law. So when buildings are made, quite often they think skyscrapers are going to be square and rectangular. And they will study the the ports around London where you have to see St. Paul's. And if you can't see it, they have to make them into odd angles, which is why the walkie-talkie is shaped as it is, which is why the cheese grater has got a diagonal uh, side. It's so you can see St. Paul's from all around London. It's called St. Paul's Law. That is is a bloody good fact. Do you know what? Yes, mate. Top Trump. Top Trump. That is is blinding, that. Do you know what, though? This this is something that... 
is actually really great because uh, I mean, times I've been to New York and and other you know cities, I find that they don't really pay much attention to that. Like one thing that really let it down when I went to New York was just everything that was great and and beautiful and historic was just disappeared. Well, so like, it was just huge, great big bank buildings in front of it. You well, know, in fairness, yeah, that's because no, there's I not a lot that's historic about New York. New York's a very new city compared to yeah. And I, I think this is a great fact because I tell you why because I've been to places like Dubai, right? And the only thing they try and do there is they want to have the tallest building, the widest building, the smallest building. But they they just want to they're just ticking boxes in Dubai. They're not actually building buildings and 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 going right. There's a law that we've. I I actually I'm going to put my hands up and say so far best fact of the day. <laughs> Connor, I can, I, I can tell you this about New York. Uh, they've only got one protected view. That's what these are called, which is of Brooklyn Heights Promenade. Uh, while you're there, right. you need to be able to get a good view into Manhattan. Uh, also, in Austin, yeah. Texas, that I know you're a fan of, Connor. Yeah, give me got, some. They've got protected views of the state capitol building. So there are points around the city where you need to be able to see the state capitol building. Do you know it well? Yeah, cap- yeah it's, ca- uh, it's actually pronounced Capital. Just so you're aware of that. Don't believe that. Okay. Someone, someone's been there, obviously. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah I... I, I Capital, yeah, state capital. Um, uh, funny Who that you say this. You that? <laughs> were, were they having you on a little bit there? <laughs> no, it's just the way they said it. I also, New York, you know, when you're at the top of the Rockefeller and you look at Central Park, great big skyscraper straight in the middle of your oh, view man, there. That's called Central Perk. Perk, that's it, Perk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Edinburgh have got 170 uh, key views that are protected by uh, big buildings. So there you go. Uh, well, thank you very just much. Be very careful, Dan, because what you're doing is you're making your fact. No, I know, because I know. I'm, I'm, you I'm, should have just stuck with London. I'm figuring out my exit strategy now. Hello, sorry to interrupt your podcast. We didn't do that. It's just been magically done for us. We do a podcast, which I think you might like if you like this podcast. Our podcast is called The A to Z of Men with me, Chris Brooks. And me, Scott Robinson. And what's the podcast about, Scott? I mean, what we're doing really is giving you an insight, a delve into the male mind. We're going through the alphabet letter by letter. I submit a word. Chris submits a word and we battle it out to see what word goes into the A to Z of men. And you can get us wherever you get your podcast from. Just search for the A to Z of men. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. 
If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Connor, give us okay. your second fact of the show. Okay, um, so second fact of the show, human beings only use one nostril at one time. So each nostril takes a turn at being the, the, the dominant one when breathing and the other one lies dormant. So when you actually breathe in one nostril, it'll feel like two, but one nostril is working. Uh, the process is then reversed and the resting nostril takes over. This has been confirmed as well by ENT doctors, just to back it up. Now, the reason for this, I was confused as to why we only use one nostril. What's the point? Um, so one nostril allows less air to pass through than the other with the nasal flow switching every few hours. The slower airflow is caused by the tissue inside swelling due to increased blood flow. There we go. That's why I guess when you got a block nose, sometimes your left nostrils block, sometimes your right nostrils yeah. blocked. And we know, we know, don't we, from earlier that during the 90s, when all pop stars were using all of their nostrils, Scott was using none of his, so that's great. He was staying well yeah, away from using got... his nostrils there. Uh, yeah, I yeah. enjoyed that. So it's... Sorry, like too long didn't read for me, Connor. Why do we only use one at a yeah, time? So, so it just alternates. So without you knowing it, it's funny how, how the brain works and, and kind of works that out. But one nostril works, then it rests, then the other one goes. And that's because when you breathe, the one that is actually being used due to the airflow, it increases blood flow to, to the point. Um, and therefore the tissue swells up. So I guess it's your brain knowing that if we continue using that nostril, then the tissue is going to swell so much that you won't breathe out of it. So it alternates, which I, I thought was ridiculous. I always thought it was too. But... I I think this is a very good fact. And I'll tell you why. It's a little bit um, close to my uh, close to what I'm, I'm doing in my life at the moment. So I've got a deviated septum, um, a which not many people know. The, the reason why I've got a deviated septum is for no reason whatsoever. And it annoys me because of the non-drug taking that I've done during my life it looks like that that's what i've been doing um so when i went to the doctors recently they they did kind of say this oh did they do the check of sorry is that from five number one album yeah i think we know why you've got that exactly (laughs) what connor's just said makes sense because where i've got a deviated septum so my left nostril doesn't i can't breathe out my left nostril really so what's happening is i'm having to breathe out of my right which is what's made me develop a really bad snoring habit Right, yeah, but that mu- the snoring must be due to the swelling of the nostril. Not much airflow is getting through. Exactly. Oh, you look at me and science, mate. I'm, I'm all over it. Look at this. So yeah, I like that one. Come do you know? On. Do you know the best bit about this whole moment as well? I'm looking on Zoom right now, and I'm looking at uh, Mark, and he was so surprised when I had more stuff as to why this. I happened. was. was. I was. Like, I'll be honest. I'll be, yeah, it, was, it was it was a way that you it was a way that you said I thought about this so I looked it up and I was like hang on a second this has never <laughs> this has never happened before it's working it's it, working it is. Yeah. I thought your brain cells were just the same as nostrils you just alternated between the two when one got a little bit tired it's taken almost two hundred episodes and finally Connor's doing it right so it's a good thing well done Connor cheers cheers lads cheers Mark, give us your second fact of the show. There's thousands of people living in tunnels underneath Las Vegas. Why would they do God. that? 
It's a uh, lovely place. It's a bright place. Why would you lock yourself away? Uh, so these people call themselves the Mole People, uh, and they live in a network of sewage tunnels underneath Las Vegas. Uh, a lot of them, or most of them, have been homeless due to various reasons, and they've created this network of people underneath the Vegas Strip in old sewage tunnels. Um, they so they were built originally. They're concrete tunnels that are meant to drain rainwater away from Vegas after a storm. So. The slight worry is, is that that still happens. So they can have all their stuff suddenly washed away if there's a big storm that goes through Vegas. But they call themselves the mole people and they just live there underneath Vegas. Uh, you know what? I, as you said that fact, um, I've, I've just looked. So Scott, uh, some uh, some photos of it. My claustrophobia levels would be on an, uh, an unhealthy level. I, I mean, that looks tight, horrible, and there's not much room for escape there, to be honest. I yeah. think... Um, yeah, sorry, Scott. So what are the rules on on this podcast to whether the fact um, is good if I already knew? Oh, uh, no, no rules at all. But please tell us how you know. Have you? We're have a you lawless a podcast. Well, no, no. What it is, no, what it is, is because um, I watched a documentary years ago. It was about Vegas gambling, right? And what they would do is um, with the bad gamblers and the people that they caught cheating. That that would be the route out down the down the sewers from the casinos themselves. So I knew that there was activity underneath the casinos in Las Vegas for that reason. I didn't know necessarily the, what you said, but definitely on this documentary they were talking about that would be like some people's escape route. Some some of the mob um, back in the early seventies would use that as escaping out of. Um, the Las Vegas um, Strip, and it would you could go as far as near the desert and get out. How many people do you think have accidentally got a little bit too, you know, effed up and ended up there? And I think you have to know. Day? You really kind of have to know where the sewers are and where the entry systems are. But what Scott says makes a lot mm. of sense. There's a lot of much like this podcast. There's no real rules down there because it is just like a complete black spot for surveillance cameras or anything like that. So if you're trying to get yeah. out of casinos, if you're trying to escape, if you're, you know, a, um, you know, someone who did do drugs back in the nineties and you want to try to avoid the police or, you know, or whatever it is, then this yeah, is I the place that you would be. Celebrities as well. I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure that there'll be a thing where, you know, the Justin Bieber's of this world and, you know, need to get out and they'll use that, them escape routes. The thing that I can't, help but think with this is you know for a fact that somebody has accidentally found the access to this to this hidden world and can you imagine entering there blacking out one night passing out and waking up to that world you'd be like am i yeah am i am i dead am i still what what drugs have i taken this this seems very real which it is but this is a very spooky place well good good, good facts i never knew that i think the word mole people does them a disservice because when you said mole people I, I, you know, I thought like little strange bandit characters, mm. but then you said homeless and kind of like brought wombles, me down. I, thought, I was oh, thinking wombles. Yeah, exactly. Wombles. And then he goes, oh, actually, yeah, they're homeless yeah. and it makes you feel bad for everything that you've thought before. Yeah, sadly, they're not like the wombles. Okay. Uh, the mole people. Oh, well, the big question we're asking, can Scott top his fact about fresh water? Let's find out, Scott. <laughs> well, you know, drum roll, please. Scotland has 421 words for snow. <laughs> yeah, that's very good. very good. I mean, you would do if you're in Scotland, wouldn't you? It gets boring just having snow again. 
But that's 421 yeah, yeah, types yeah. of snow. Name them, well, Scott. No, this is, well, well, I can name a few of them, but I'm, I'm actually going to... Um, I'm going to pass over to my um, my guy Connor, who might be able to read them better than me because <laughs> I, I'm dyslexic. Okay, uh, so you got comes to a desperate time when we're handing something to Connor to read better. Yeah, you, <laughs> you've got what looks like snow, like yeah, snow, yeah, yeah. snow, yeah. snowy, snowy, blind drift, drifting snow, scoving, a large snowflake, flindrikin, a slight. Snow shower. So it's unbelievable. How often Flat do you think crop? these get used, though? So these are all. I, 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 they're just what I, we do. Know, I like this one. I, I like this one the most because this could be interpreted in so many ways. I right, mate, be careful of those spitters when you're out. <laughs> what, yeah, what type and, of snow and, is a spitter? A small drops or flakes of wind-driven snow and rain, Dan. So this yeah. is this it's is my how favorite like we do this. We just don't have a word for it. Like we like if you saw a bit of snow in the air, you would say, "Oh, that's a, a small bit of wind-driven snow." You just wouldn't say spitter. I'm not convinced I've yeah. ever looked at snow and gone, oh, that's yeah, a bit of wind-driven point. snow. Yeah, yeah, point. Snow is snow. But yeah, I, I just thought it was a ridiculous fact and I wanted to bring it in because I was thinking, do you know what? It's um, it's just, as as kind of like to say, it's just absolute nonsense, isn't it? But- it's just, I can't get over the spit a bit. Can you imagine being at the pub or whatever with your mates and they genuinely call, I'll tell you what, there's some proper, proper heavy spitters out there. If that was done in Essex or London, you'd be like... About. Yeah, this was at the University of Glasgow done a project, oh, and, they, and, they, and they found out that yeah. this is what, um, and it's been published on the internet and everything. So. Scott, we've come to find, mate, that a lot of the things that we find on this podcast are people in universities that are paying a lot of money to study and do things like this. They, yeah. they spend time finding this they're, stuff basically, out. Basically, so. they're wasting their time. Yeah, wasting they? their time, but. You know, it brings good. Get a good, real good job, like being in a boy band. Yeah, and being yeah. a podcaster. So there we go. Yeah. Uh, amazing. So we come to the last fact of the show. I promised you two about London. The second one, you know what the monument is? Yes. Yep. Connor? No. So monument is a is a tube station by bank. It is also a monument. It's oh. a monument to the Great Fire of London. Okay. Uh, so it's a big, tall column. Uh, interestingly, this is not the fact. Hang on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Did you just say Guy Fawkes? Yeah. London, fire of London. No, different. Do thing. you think Guy Fawkes started the fire of London? Yeah, he did, didn't he? No, Is that why you think we have fireworks? Because he started the fire I'm, of London. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure it was a baker or something. There you go. So, yeah. right, very quickly, Connor, you're mixing up two different things. Guy Fawkes was firework night, which tried to blow up the Houses of Parliament. Um, the Great yeah. Fire of London was, as Scott says, it was a baker on Pudding Lane that started this fire. And it ravaged right. London. It burnt down St. Paul's Cathedral that we heard about earlier. Now, very quickly. And that is why we don't have straw um, tops of the houses anymore because it just fat, went up. Thatched yeah. roofs. There thatched you go. Roof. Yeah, because it went up like. Yeah. And just a, a bonus fact on this where the monument is, if you laid it down in an easterly direction, I think, the top of monument would touch the place where the Great Fire of London was started. That's just a bonus fact. Anyway, so you imagine the Great Fire of London. I like the bonus fact. Yeah, very good. So the you imagine the Great Fire of London, you know, ravaged the city. Six people died during the Great Fire of London on record. Eight people. Six. Only six. Eight people have died from the monument, have fallen off the top of the monument. I know it's sad. I know I've got it quite depressing, quite low, but more people have died on the monument to the Great Fire of London than actually died in the fire itself. There we go. Which is unbelievable. Is it just that six people were, like, think about back in the time, six people were worthy of us saying six people died? 
and there was a lot of other people who died. Well, people just went, oh, who cares about them? Was it a bit of that? Do you know what's most staggering about that fact is that I, because it's, you know, you do the Great Fire of London, you know, in school, you talk about, it's been spoken about for so many years. You would have thought that it would have been hundreds and hundreds yeah. of people yeah. that died. So, like the fact that you've just said six is minimal. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so, it's obviously very sad, but it feels like nothing, especially what we've been through in the yeah. recent years. It seems like not a lot of people, you know? Exactly. So that's the reported death. So who knows? But yeah, reportedly six people died, 70,000 homes were destroyed, and out of 80,000 people that lived in the city, allegedly only six, there was just six verified deaths. This was in the year 1666. Um, uh, the monument was built in 1677, so in the last 500, 400 years, uh, eight people have died on the monument. Two more people that actually even died in the fire. That's not a lot over 400 years, is it? No, no I know. And it's, and over 400. This, and it's much harder to now. Uh, uh, in the first couple of hundred years of it being built, I mean, you could kind of climb up there and leap off if you fancied quite easily. I think they've made it tough at the moment. Uh, also, on the monument, there's a, I think there's a telescope at the top that you can pay and look in. Is there? There it is. There you go. Well, there you go. Uh, I think we've we've covered quite a lot, haven't we? And all the while... We've got through a lot. Uh, I do have to say, we've had some great facts, but the fact that Scott Punch is done for me. He's got to do more bleeping! (laughs) Raging out behind the glass, isn't he? Listen, He is. uh, Scott, thank you so much for listening. I know, uh, as well as being in five, being the orchestrator of the banger Keep On Moving. You're also still in the A to Z of Men podcast. What's going on with that? Yeah, Joe, so we've just come to the end of our um, our first series, which we're uh, really, really chuffed with the, the response for. Um, you know, we done some, we had some real good laughs and some uh, also some really deep moments talking about mental health and stuff. So um, it's been really, really funny. Um, we've really enjoyed it and we can't wait for... We're going to have a, like a couple of week breaks. We're not doing a Peter Crouch, but just a couple of weeks. And then we are going to get cracking with the new season. So um, that's all a little bit top secret at the moment, but it's, uh, it's going to be really good. It's bold taking a swipe at the Peter Crouch podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> listen, I lo- listen, I'm the ambassador of boy bands on the Peter Crouch podcast, but I just feel like they, they left it too long. They, you know, they're back now and it's, it's great, but um, yeah, it's too long. People love it. Well, there you go. Uh, get following. I think it's not subscribing anymore. It's following. And yeah. also, you can buy our merch. The whole time I've been sipping some sparkling water from mm. my baffled mug. Where do we get this? Uh, go to baffledpod.com and click on the merchandise link. <clears throat> well, thank you so much, Scott, for being there. Say goodbye, Mark. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Connor. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Scott. See you later. And remember, if it is your last thought in your life Ohio is the only state to share no letter with the word mackerel did you know I did yeah get following we'll see you soon bye mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.